On tonight's show, we have adventure racer and wellness coach, Suki Gale. And now, for your host, Cool Paul. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 121 of the Kicking It With Cool Car Show. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys who come and show love and support the show each and every week. Whether it's live or it's on replay, I appreciate all of the love. Uh, last week, episode 120, I did a quick recap of some interviews that I had done in the past, just highlighting some of the guests that, that have come on here and also giving you guys a chance to catch up because I know, I just know you haven't gone back and watched all 100 19 episodes of the show. I just know you haven't done that for your boy yet, but I know you're going to get around to it. But anyway, I just try to bring some get. Well, what I'm going to start doing is try to bring some guests back up on the show, you know, recap, highlight some of their, some of their conversations, some of our conversations, you know, let you get to know them if you missed them, just in case you missed them. All right. <laughs> but, um, but no, really, I had a guest that canceled on me last minute last week. So I had to do a little recap, did a recap show, just show some love. All right, but this week I have a live guest. We back in the mix. We doing it. Um, I have Suki Gale. And speaking of a recap, she's been on the show before. Came on. We talked about her health and wellness company. Uh, she's a yoga instructor. Everything. She does everything. All right. Just great conversation, and you'll you'll understand once we get into this interview. But now we're going to highlight her uh, adventure racing career let's call it that because she's she's really doing it she's with a team and the whole nine and we're gonna jump into that but we're just gonna talk about a lot of things a lot of things have transpired since the last time she's been on growth everything all right so without further ado let me bring her in the way i do and let's get into this let's go y'all Welcome back. <laughs> hey, thank you for having me back. No doubt. Suki Gale, ladies and gentlemen, she is back on the show. I uh, love having you the last time. I'm sure it's going to be a pleasure to have you this time. I, I, I'm just waiting to see where the conversation goes. because I know it's going to go, you know. So, nah, always good energy. Hey, man. It's always good energy. Always good time. Love your mind. Love your spirit, your energy. So, yeah, it's fitting for my show, for sure. Um, you know what I like to do when when we start this off? I like to get in a little prayer. You okay with that? Of course. Okay, cool. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for just allowing us to come back together for a great conversation. Um, energies aligned. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for waking us up this morning, just feeding us, clothing us giving us love in our hearts, love amongst our friends and peers. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for everything that is done in your will and your way. And we just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord. Or whatever you believe in, girl. 
I believe in a higher power, universal sure. source. I believe in all of that. Yeah, for sure. We were talking. You said you don't, you know, you don't do the religion thing. I don't do it either. I was raised like that, but I don't. It's all spiritual for me, you know. I got a connection with the man, energy, higher power, something. It's real. Got a connection. Pray every day, all day, you know, all that good stuff, man. It's it's so powerful and so real. But yeah, enough about that. We could talk about that all day, but enough about that. Now we're gonna talk about you. We had we gave him the praise though. We gave the praise. So hey. So we raised the vibes. We raised the vibes, and that's what counts. <laughs> that's what counts. So I wanna I wanna kinda um recap. Talk a lot about recap in the intro of the show. I want to talk about a recap of you. So you came on the show before, and we were basically highlighting your wellness company, your fitness, and all that we were doing. But we did dive into your life a little bit. You were talking about how you were you separated um, from your husband. You were twelve years in, separated. You had this this new life come upon you. You were you know you were depressed at the time. You went through a lot of things. And you came out on the other side, this new person, new energy, new love for self. So I want to know, where are you at now? Ah, where am I at now? Where are you at now? It's been a year, where right? Where is now? It's been Suki. about a year, right? Since we spoke, since the last interview, it's been about a year. Uh, yeah. Has it been a year? I, you know, I, it's been close to a year, close. I would say. And in, in my world, that's like almost... Man. A decade or something. Seriously. You know, I'm Seriously. always shifting and moving with how things just roll. And um, I just finished my first expedition race. Well, it was a three-day mm. um, with Team Onyx. So um, I I do believe I was with Team Onyx when I was on before. But yeah. I was training. You were training. I, yeah. yeah. I was training. um I'm extremely new in this arena. Um, it's it's been a fantastic journey. It has brought me in closer to being outdoors with nature and that energy. I'm thankful um, for Teamonics for you know getting a group of all black. We are the only all black um, expedition uh, team out there. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. we are the ones. Yeah. So yeah. Why do you think or feel that people of color <laughs> are kind of oblivious to the team racing thing or the adventure racing, or they don't know about it, or they're not interested in it? Why? What do you? What's your take on that? I believe there's a lot of conditioning. I believe there's a lot of programming, um, and there's 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 a lot of walls and barriers we need to break down and um it, it's something that cost uh mm-hmm. i believe that it's it's not an easy sport to start and get into but once again as all you know areas of sports at one point in our existence here we were not accepted mm-hmm. um Still, you know, even when I was doing triathlons and my ex was doing triathlons, my boys were doing triathlons, like they would be the only 
ones. We were the only us's out there. Wow. Um, yeah. So now Team Onyx is trying to change that. You know, that's our mission. It shows that we do belong. We do belong outdoors. There's, right. there's a lot of us who, you know, enjoy um, racing and, you know, kayaking. You know, it's this thing that people think is just for a certain race or group of people that, you know, get into the water, do kayaking, mountain biking. And, and it's like I said, it's we're trying to show a different image. Like, no, it's, it's for us, too. It's for do us. Do you too. think that because we were can you turn me down a little bit a little volume i hear it kind of feet giving feedback do you think you can turn it down just a little bit if not well, don't you know, touch I'm, it i'm i'm technological girl just, <laughs> you know, just like as soon as i touch something the whole thing gonna blow up it's okay i didn't do anything what did i do just just just, just hit the volume button just turn it down just a little bit because i can hear myself and if it falls over who cares it's the cool car show we we keep it rolling. yeah i'm good with it Any, anything good? Show. Good. yeah you're good yeah, we're good. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I hear it less now. I hear it just a little bit, but we're good. Um, so I was I was asking with us not being allowed at a time, a period in time, do you think it we got the attitude of like F it, you can have that. We won't do us over here, we'll do this or whatever. Or do you feel like we just write it off as like, oh, that's a white thing. That's the white thing to do. I believe so. I, I believe a lot, you know, even in my quest of finding a partner, you know, to be, it, it was hard to find a black male who was into all that I was into. Cause this right. is, it's not like I do it sometimes. This is my life. Okay. You know, I'm an outdoor, you know, just enthusiast. This and. Right. I'm looking for somebody who's, you know, to match that. And it's it's extremely hard. As soon as I mention water, you would I ain't think getting that water. <laughs> Negroes from Wizard of Oz or something, like you're gonna melt. I don't know. Like I'm just like, it's just water. Like you that's, can have that. That's the most peculiar like, thing to me because you can have, you know, I'm speaking on us. You can have a group of us that know how to swim and still be like, I ain't getting in that water. You ain't taking me out no boat like that. <laughs> what? Yeah, and that's what we're trying to change. Like, <laughs> listen, this is this is chill, cool. Half the stuff we stress about. If you would get your ass outdoors, yeah. get in a boat. You know, just try it. It's 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 relaxing. It's peaceful. It's better than going to the club. It's better than taking a drink. It's yep. you know, it's it's it's. It's a stress reliever on so many different levels, you know. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're quick to tell. we're quick to go and hop on a yacht with bottles and and women and take pictures and you yeah. know what I mean. But we won't go kayaking, canoeing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that part. Yeah, man, it's funny. That is just <laughs> deranged to me. What what led you to wanting to do that venture racing? Because I know because you you weren't doing that. When you were married, right? You kind of found that after? Yeah, you know, I was running marathons um, and triathlons when I was married. Um, Our whole family was involved. And um, as as fate has it, I got into a car accident um, almost six years ago, right before a doubleheader in LA. I was to do a 15K and then run a half marathon right afterwards. Um, That... Two weeks prior, I got into an accident um, 
they told me that I would never run again after that accident. Um, oh, they said I tore both my meniscus. And as a healer, when I went in and they told me they wanted to, you know, it was just so quick how they already had me, you know, lined up for surgery. And I was just like, hold up, you know, as long as I could walk, as long as I can move my legs, I can heal. I can heal. It might take time right. and a little bit, you know, I, I had to take time off, but it was, you know, I went to a bit of depression after that because I couldn't even do yoga. I couldn't even bend. I couldn't even walk downstairs, you know, wow. straight on. I would have to go sideways. And so I'm a pure example that with diligence, diet, and literally committing yourself to healing, I mean, look at what I'm doing now after they yeah, told that's me the, that's I, the they need to tear into my knees. For them telling you um, that you would never do what you're doing again. Exactly. Be it's... Doing like, basically adventure racing is kind of like an, I won't say obstacle course. I, I guess I could say that for like a lack like a, like a better term but you're doing different events in this race yes. right what does that consist of what does that look like so there's usually they call them disciplines uh there's three there's a paddle of some sort like kayaking canoeing i can honestly tell you i don't like canoeing it's harder um i i love kayaking um the second part is mountain biking um which takes up i would say majority of what we just did c to c and uh trekking and it's broken up. The biggest thing that's different about these races is that it's orienteering. Basically, you're having to map your way through uh, these courses yourself and find the best way to get to checkpoints. So well, this you get is like points five. This <laughs> is like amazing race. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I never saw that, but let me tell you, it's an amazing story. Amazing race. <laughs> Uh, no, seriously, dead ass. So it's a couple years ago. Like I said, I, I I realized I was using. We don't realize we use le what we feel legitimate excuses to not do something anymore because it was hard. So I legitimately legitimately said I got into an accident. My knees are jacked up. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to start back running again. But it was bothering me so one day it was it was during the holidays i was watching tv and i saw on amazon prime it was the world's toughest race mm -hmm. and it was 11 days through fiji and um the only all black team that was on there was team onyx so of course i'm super excited i haven't been i mean i watched all of it that night i'm just like all of a sudden that that energy that it just it just lit something back yeah it you shows know, you that what you're supposed to be doing with within, your life. Yeah, yeah i just and you know i it was it was 11 days through the like through fiji and i'm thinking like 11 days of kayaking and pushing your body to the point of like i mean that part to me was just even in the race we just did, the biggest thing about doing what we do is seeing how far you actually can go. When you really think you you got this much, you really have an infinite, <laughs> infinite amount of 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 energy, and and I can't explain like how much we more we can do. But we we 
we limit put ourselves. ourselves in this box. Yeah, we limit ourselves. You know, and so being a part of this team, which God, it got some. We got some phenomenal athletes, and I could tell you, like being new, you know, I, I'm, I'm thankful. They, they, they're super humble, super helpful. It's like we, it's like a family, you know. Um, Cliff, you know, our our president and the founder of Team Onyx, just. God, I, you know, I call him like super badass and, but he's, he's humbled as well. Like, you know, love his energy. Um, I can't, you know, say enough about how thankful I am to be a part of this team. So after seeing that and you figured it, you, you realized that, you know what, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in my life again. How did you reach out to them? How did you, how did you join? Well, that's another phenomenal story. I didn't reach out to them. I didn't think I was going to be a part of that team. You know, I'm like, I'm just starting. So I'm the type of person that I make a goal. I don't care what it is. If it's something I feel I wanted to do. So 11 days, I said, maybe by the time I get to 50, I could start now. I need to start now. Mm -hmm. So it was November when I saw it. January, I called um, a kayak instructor because I was like, I'm going to need to learn how to kayak. Mm -hmm. I, I never been on the water, never kayak, never did any of that. I could mountain bike easily. I can trek easily, but any of that water stuff, I really had to learn. And so I made a date. I said, January, you know, 2021, I'm starting. And that's when I started. I started doing a little bit of paddling out there. And then within a year, I became a level two, you know, kayak instructor. Um, I'm... You know, I'm going for level three to do, you know, out in the ocean, hopefully this year. But I made a goal and then I signed up for two races. The two races that I did, <laughs> it was it wasn't an expedition race. It was just I think the first one was a 12 hour race. It was called Conquer the Mountain. Mm. And when they said Conquer the Mountain, it was conquering a mountain. For reals and i live in florida right now so it was super challenging and we were out there and i promise you the only two black chicks out there at that time i we were of course scouring looking to see any us's yeah um there might have been one other lady i think she was racing as a family but it was just us and so we came in it was i think around third in our category our age group Mm -hmm. Um, and we were stoked and somebody saw us out there and was like, Hey, you, you guys, you know, was doing, you know, you, I mean, we cleared the course we, cause I didn't know that you couldn't clear the course. We literally got all the checkpoints. Cause we thought that was the goal. Like, we had wait, 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 hold on. What do you mean by clear the course? So you have an option just like in C to C. You, clearing the course is usually people who are really good at orienteering. They've done this so many times. They can navigate because it takes time. You have a certain time frame mm -hmm. to get these, you know, checkpoints and be done with the race. And so I was, like I said, I, I could not believe we got every single one, including the bonus one um, at the end. And so, like I said, somebody approached us and was like, do you know Team Onyx? And I was like, Hell yeah. You know, they was like, well, we know somebody who trains with them and they're looking for people like you. And I was like, shut up. I was wow. like, serious? I said, oh, hell yeah. So 
gave me Cliff's number. Like I stayed on it. We had a Zoom call a couple of times and boom, we were, you know, um, when I say we, it was another female that's a part of the team now named Shamika um, that, you know, we got in contact with him and, you know, the rest is history. We're part of the team now. And like I said, we just finished our first, it was me, Shamika, uh, Kofi, and um, Wilo, all of us, our first expedition race. So it was four of us that trekked across Florida, 72 hours, three days. What? In the from where to where? Huh? From where to where? They dropped us off at the, it was, and it was, forgive me, I might've forgotten exactly. It was like from coast, east, uh, coast to coast, uh, sea to sea, basically from the Gulf Coast, um, and we ended up in St. Augustine at the beach. So, oh my God. Yeah. Oh. And when I say this is not like a marathon where everything is lined off and you know exactly where yeah. to go, like we're going through the swamps. This is stuff that if you would have asked me right now, hey, you want to go to the swamp? You want to go down, you know, bushwhacking through? I'm like, no. But I'm the type of person that. Okay, if need be, we're in a race, I'm in a whole different mind frame. So when I Wait, say it's stuff, I came home on. and I had a tick on my ass. Hold just on. Let you know. Hold on, hold on. You're in Florida. Yeah. In swamps. Swamp, in the swamp. What about the alligators? <laughs> we saw them while we were kayaking, but we weren't like, oh. we weren't trekking through. Like there was like makeshift like boards that was, it was really cool to be out there in the middle of the night with these boards going across the swamp like so it was wait wait wait, hold on, wait wait so they made these boards they put those boards out there no 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 no. it was i don't know who did honestly but there were some parts of a park that we had to go through like i said in the course of three days we trekked through certain parks and certain areas that were you know swamp area but it was it was um it was, it was race, basically like people who already laid the path Hmm? It was like parks and recreational. Yeah, but some that... of, like I said, it and some of them wasn't like that. Some of the place that we were trekking through, um, the hardest part of that race was the paddle. I've never hallucinated before <laughs> with, oh without <laughs> help. <laughs> Just let me tell you that, and it was interesting. It, it took. Oh. It was when that was the that was the time when we I loved our team. We helped each other. Mm. You know, we realized mm. there was there was weeks and strengths that we all had um, during this three days out there. It, it like I said, it's it's a phenomenal experience um, to be out there in the wilderness for three days, and in you're tired. Florida. You're pushing. You're you know, all we want to do is complete. You know, we our whole goal was to complete. We weren't going to quit. Yeah. Um, we weren't going to, our checkpoints weren't the, um, the main goal because it was our first experience. We just needed to experience what it yeah. felt like to do three days. And That's a we, lot. we finished. That's yeah. a lot. Kudos, congratulations. Mm -hmm. I'm still stuck <laughs> on the swamp. <laughs> You wait, hold on. So th just tell me this: you never submerged your body into the swamp, right? You were like always in a canoe on a board or something. Yeah, well, there was we want our teammates did capsize. That was a challenge. Oh, they did capsize in the, not swamp. in the swamp. 
It wasn't in the swamp. Okay. We this is when this we did a I think it was forty five miles. Was the paddle? Forty five miles. And me being a paddling. Forty five miles. Yeah. Jesus. And so do they? So it's not a straight course, but do they at least map it out to where it say okay? this is where you need to be along the course or you guys just get there. This is. Well, we do map it. Okay. And they give us a map in the okay. beginning okay. and you do follow. We know where we got to put in. We got to find it though. We got to find where we got to put in and then we got to find where we got to put out. That was the challenge mm. at two o'clock in the morning. It wasn't only us. It was even the, the, um, the more um, seasoned teams at this point, everybody was looking for this break in the woods. Mm-hmm. At this point, everybody was exhausted. And um, I was cold, I was wet, and from paddling and the water coming on this, me, this um, we were getting sleepy. <laughs> um, it, it was so many challenges. We, all of us at one point, started hallucinating. Um, I started seeing barcodes <laughs> coming out oh of the my sky. God. So do you guys Our, not sleep? You don't sleep at all? You do. There's a choice. You do. I'm not a great sleeper. So the first two nights, I didn't sleep really um, as much as the other teammates. Mm. But after that paddle, there is a funny picture on Facebook where I was, I looked like I was dead. I literally laid down. I thought I was going to meditate and I was knocked out. <laughs> I was knocked oh, out. It was it was rough. It was I rough. would have had an outer body experience. I would have been floating. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> it, it felt like that. It felt like that. How is how is all of this do you guys get sponsorship? Like how is all this funded? Yeah, yeah. So I'm wearing the shirt. We have um bedrock sandals, we have Arcteryx. Um, Cure, who is, I'm sorry, I'm like looking at the wrong side. Um, we did have Noon, and I know there's a couple other, we have Arcteric for our backpack, uh, Giant for our bikes, um, and there's one more. Hold on, let me make sure I call out every single one. And I see the bike in the back. Uh, That's the Giant. Alpaca. Alpaca. Alpaca? Yeah. Alpaca wrapped, yeah. And that bike in the back is that is that the giant bike? That is not. That was a that was a gift to me. Okay, it's a Trek bike, and it's it's my. I'm not really materialistic, but that is my baby. I've never been like even into cars and stuff like that. I never was like, this is my baby. Like <laughs> that's my baby. <laughs> and what is that like? A what is that considered like a mountain bike or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, um, it's it's a it's a it's a trek. The treks. Uh, I bought that before. Um, I got on with Team Onyx, and I just you know I've learned my bike. I'm still learning my bike. Um, it's tubeless. I'm you know I haven't had to change a tire yet. Um, but so that is interesting. A, one like mm-hmm. top of the line professional type of bike. Yes. Yes. What are some? It's if you don't mind me asking, what does something like that cost? You don't have to tell me what you. That one is like five thousand. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I always tell people we spend that on other things easily. It's just what you want to uh, 
put your energy and dedication towards and I dedicated myself to Yeah, people spend that on bags, but the bag ain't gonna get them fit. <laughs> that part. That part. Yeah. Yeah. Bag is not gonna change your life other than somebody stealing it. No, this that probably. has changed my life. That bike has changed my yeah, life. Yeah, sure. Honestly. Yeah. Yes. But listen, I got a clip. I got a little clip um from the, I guess the last race. The last thing. Do you? Yeah, you, yeah, a little clip on what everybody right, okay. kind of, you know, get a little, get a little sneak peek. Let's let's get into it. <laughs> we'll get back. for next year now that i know what to expect yeah that was a huge learning uh race for all of us and it was we did well we did well you know um it was fantastic that kind that's uh that looks like that could be life-changing though honestly just to take all that in to do that to endure all of that and to work as a team and keep it together and get through that just to get through it like you said just to get through it not even about the goal just to get through it is enough yeah. to be like we did it, we we yeah. we conquered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, you just build we from there. Done, yeah, and I saw the map. It just you know it just shows you once again how much more we can do once yeah. we get beyond our our state of mind, like what yeah. we think. Get out of your head. You know? Yeah, get out of your head yeah. and do. Yeah. That's you the know, biggest thing a, a lot of us. Mm-hmm. I said that's the biggest thing for a lot of us, just getting out of our head and just doing. You know, I started reading the Kabbalion recently, and one of the first principles, one of the first teaching is all is mind. All is mental. The world is mental. Yep. And once we understand that, that we literally can create anything we want. Just like I said, I wanted to do this. It was a firm conscious decision and mm-hmm. me being with team honest that that none of that was coincidence right it was Aligned because, itself. yeah there was there was no you know vacillating it was just like this is what i want to do this is my time to come back to a passion something that i felt that i had lost yeah um you know even through my divorce and it, it was it, it helped me to heal and you know, even through my health coaching, I, you know, I'm always trying to, and it's, it's a really hard thing to get out your head. Trust me. It's like, even if I show somebody everything it's, and that's why I took a step back 
you know, for a long time to do, you know, to take any clients. Like I had to heal myself. Yeah. I was extending myself, you know, and, and taking on so many people's energies and stuff that I realized I never took even a year off from the four and a half year divorce, you know, for me to heal, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm still having aftermath from the stuff that I still have to deal with. So I needed, the healer needed to heal, you know? And so I listened to my higher self and back in this past November was like, stop taking clients, do something different, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was a huge shift for me financially and everything. But I took a, I took a leap. I took a yeah. leap. Yeah, because it's not about the money. When it's when it's no, about your, your no. mental and your health and your spirituality, it's not yeah. about the money. That's no. gonna come. That'll come back around. You know. Always. You, you gotta go find yourself. So wellness yeah. check. How are you now, mentally, spiritually? Ah oh, man, I'm telling you. So it's hard to explain because we are dualistic, simultaneously. You know, existing in this world, and some we're always thinking that we're always just one way. Mm -hmm. but we're multidimensional beings. So when I explain to, to people that I'm still grieving things that has happened and it's still, I'm still going through, but as much that I'm grieving, I'm super joyful. I'm super happy. I'm, you know, every day is a blessing. Just, you know, I look at the little things, you know, like, I, I, you know, it, it's raining. It's, it's, you know, I can see the rain. There's people who can't see. There's people who yeah. can't smell, you yeah. know, like I can walk. It's, it, it helped me to look at the, the, just the little things in my life. And, but like I said, I'm still dealing with stuff. People, you know, I'm, even though I'm happy, my happiness is a choice. Yeah. I'm not looking for out side things to, you know, when I get there, I'll be happy. No, I choose every day happiness. And, you know, you just said something that, um, that a lot of people need to hear, you know, you got a lot of people, especially now with mental health and all this stuff being so just, it's just like ravaging. Yeah. People need to understand that it's okay to still be healing from the past and being happy in the now it's okay to have that dual thing going on inside of you and not feel like man there's something wrong with me there's something because because now you become a victim you, you you classify yourself as a victim because it's like you can't get past feeling what you're feeling while healing and being happy at the same time. Something has to be wrong with me. What's wrong with me? I'm not normal. Why am I still thinking about that? Why can't I get over that? It takes time to get over that. But it's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong to wake up and feel happy and be happier where you are and still be hurting and healing. But they can't get over the fact that why do I still feel like that? I'm supposed to be over that. Who says? You have to give yourself time. You can't put a time limit on that. It's, it's, and, and it's a lot of that going on because I hear it all the time. Like, well, I don't know why I can't just get over that. I don't know why I can't just, you're healing, but you can still that be part. happy. That part. There's nothing wrong with that. No. That's no, life. That's normal. Truth. Being truthful in the situation that you're in and the more truth and the more truthful you are to how you feel is 
the quicker you will heal. When you're lying yes. and, and you're lying to yourself and then you start filling your world with other things that really isn't healing you, you extend, you you prolong that healing period. So, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off. It, it could be as simple as this. Just accepting and admitting to yourself and to whomever you're you're confessing to that, hey, I'm still broken, but I'm happy. Yeah. A simple acknowledgement of that could change yeah. the life of somebody. I'm still yeah. broken because a lot of people want to say, oh, I'm over it. I'm yeah. over it. But then in yeah. their darkest hour, oh, what's wrong with me? I just, I thought I was over it. I can't get over it. But you were just happy. You yeah. are happy. But now you're you're backsliding because you're in your head thinking that there's something wrong with you because you're still hurting. It's nothing yeah. wrong with you. But I'm just saying, if just a simple confession and the acknowledgement of, yes, I am still broken. Own it. Yeah, I'm broken. And I'm trying to yeah. get through it. But guess what? I'm living my life. I'm happy. I'm successful yeah. in whatever I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? That's all that's needed, I think. Just a confession, just an acceptance. Being being real and truthful to where you are. That's that's all there is. That's it. You know, it's the first step. But you know, we live in a world of fake book and social media, <laughs> whatever. You know, yeah, Instagram, fake models and whatever, yeah. whatever. And I want to say I'm not judging them, do you boo? But it's, it's 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 everybody's posting. That's why there's times where I go on my page and I and it's been hard for me to do that, but I started opening up and allowing people in because people look at me as such a strong person, mm -hmm. a person who, you know, I don't feel stuff. And I'm like, no, like, and I had this hard shell that has served me in the beginning of my life. Mm -hmm. But now that that shell needs to come down a bit, that wall needs to come down a bit. Right. I need balance, but it, it did help me get through some stuff, but it also kept me in some stuff yeah it, i mean the hard shell kept you from crumbling that's what yeah. it does it, it just keeps you from crumbling and then once you you figure it all out and you realize where you are and you can step back and be like all right i made it through i'm hurting i am a little broken i didn't crumble now I, it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to like really find out what you're dealing with find out who you like you did find out who you are now in the now you knew who Suki was when you were married what you were going through how you felt you were depressed you didn't crumble he didn't break you you were down you know still dealing with things whatever but you you were able to step outside yourself and say okay let me assess this this is what that was this is where I'm at now I'm hurting this is a whole new journey I'm about to embark upon maybe it was a little scary I don't know can't speak for you but I'm just saying it was all new this is a whole new life now and it's okay but that hard shell helped you get through that but then you were able to step outside step outside of that and say okay let me assess this and, and figure out how i'm going to move forward how i'm going to pick myself up how i'm not going to allow it to keep me going down that depression that you know depressive state or whatever it was that you were in so yeah i just think that um it was necessary i think a hard shell is necessary at times but then you got to break that shell and then be vulnerable, you know, with yourself around the right people or just with yourself. Maybe you don't need to be around people. You need to just be with yourself and be true to self, you know? That's the other thing. People are scared to disappear sometimes, honestly, and be selfish. 
and and separate themselves from the energies like you know there's always a birthday party a wedding or something there we were over committing and mm -hmm. instead of saying no i'm gonna take i mean there was during that time i took months off yeah people didn't hear from me I mean, literally, I was, it was almost like I disappeared for the first year or so. I was, I was going through so much. Mm -hmm. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't talk to anybody, um, you know, and, and as if just in case people don't know, I was dealing with a covert narcissist and a sociopath, um, dealing with somebody like that, you know, he alienated my entire family. Um, so I was, I was basically alone, mm -hmm. but here it is, as you said, like the victim. I never say victim because then it makes me feel like, you know, I was, you know, I keep holding on to that attack instead of being thankful for what I went through. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a victim. I'm a person who went through something. We all go through some things. And I recognize mm -hmm. the lesson, the reason behind it. And I grew from that. I right. learned from that. I changed what I, the energy that a lot of people, it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't something that I needed to avoid. It was something I needed to go through to be who I am today. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be, you know, there's nothing in this world that's bad if you really think about it. And even the Bible said, count it all joy. And we don't really understand that. Everything, if you label it joyful, it is joyful joyful it is what it is if you just take it as a lesson mm -hmm. that's all that everything that you go through in this life is for is for you to learn move on and and recognize our cycles and the patterns that we keep ourselves in and not do it again that's all it's for it's very simple but you know us as human beings we just we we get angry like i said it's, it's really hard for us to say, I'm doing this. It's my cycle. It's my pattern. Mm -hmm. There's something about me. I need to stop this. Um, it's always the other person. It's always, he's the bad one. She's the bad one. Yeah. And, you know, it's your lesson to learn. It's your life to live. And I chose mm -hmm. my life. I chose not to be a victim. I chose not to take this as something that, you know, a woe is me. Why this happened to me? Was it hurtful? Was it hard? Yes. You know, um, it affected my entire everything. But am I more happier from it? Yes. Am I more joyful from it? Yes. Do I love harder, more freer from it? Yes. Yep. <laughs> you yep. know, um, I can't explain, but that was my path. Yep. My path is not everybody's path. We're all here on different paths. And so I have no judgment for anybody or, you know, I'm at that place where I've learned I have no say so in, in where anybody is at, what you believe in, what you want to do, how you want to eat, what you want to sleep, any of that. It's yeah. really nobody's concern. If you really overstand that and start living your life according to the way you want to live your life, not because your mother told you this is what you need to do, your friend mm -hmm. told you you'll be successful doing this, um, oh, you know, all these, you know, a celebrity, whatever. If you would dial into yourself, and learn who you are. We have everything inside of us to be the best version of ourselves here. And to find that, it, it's 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 a journey. It's it's some weed clearing. It's some dark areas yeah. and corners you just kind of didn't want to look at. You know, yeah. 
And it's it's a lot it's a lot harder if you're letting social media cloud that too. <laughs> that part. Yeah. That part. Social media yeah. is hell, man. I promise you I would not be on there if I didn't do this show, if I didn't act. I would not be on social media. I would not. Seriously. Like I, I get on there, I post about the show, and I'm just disgusted. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm telling you. Yeah. I get on there and I'm just like and then I like if I start, if I see somebody that I know and I look at them and then maybe I flick up and I see somebody else I flick up I'm like man what am I doing clothes I just don't want to be on there I really don't I just because I don't even it's, like it's an addiction it's it's we don't it's just like we have accepted addictions on this plan we have caffeine it's accepted you can go get your crack bucks like ooh you know I'm gonna you know we post it but it's it's just as bad as taking crack cocaine like sugar all of that stuff <laughs> overeating. Like we glorify that everything's surrounded by food and all this stuff, but you know, don't talk about somebody, you know, eating, you know, their the way that they eat because it's you don't do that. But you know, we look at people and and we we justify certain things, and it's literally an addiction. Social media is an it's an addiction. It is what it is. It you is. Know? Um, it so is. yeah, I have to detox sometimes. I have to get off sometimes. Man, I have to. I'm telling you. Yeah. All the time. I'll just take yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it. it's overwhelming. It know? is overwhelming. And it's like, it's, it's overwhelming and it's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I, I can't even, I have to say it. I just get disgusted with the effort that people put forth to just be seen. And, and you can tell like, now I get it. I get it. People are on there for business purposes. I get that. But you can tell when it's just an obvious, blatant cry for attention. Yeah. And it's just, I get disgusted. I really do. I just get disgusted. I'm just like, ah, I just don't want to see it. Yeah, you get disgusted because, you know, we're hyping that up, though. That's why it's being done. We're, we are we are in a, a world where there is a divide. There's us who are coming out of it. But there is a huge portion of us that are in it. We're still plugged into that matrix. And that mm-hmm. matrix is growing bigger and it's shifting and it's altering. Oh, into this my whole, God. You know, and it's people's reality. Hmm? I said, and it's people's reality now. Like, it's their reality. Yeah, it is. It, it is. And that's when you have to... That's when you know that we are always constantly changing. And you can never remain the same. Yeah. And like I said, it's, we are, you know, we're the, our kids and, you know, the generations, you know, after them, this is their world. They don't know anything different at all. It's like their whole world is this, this, this screen, you know, and we just have to, instead of, like I said, everything is energy. I used to fight that, but then I'm just like, I have to use it because this is the world I live in, but I can monitor how I use it. Mm-hmm. I can make sure I'm not being trapped into that matrix, into yeah. that type of energy. But, you know, we are forced to change. We are forced to evolve. We are forced to be used to what is the norm now. And it's the same thing as, you know, as soon as you accept truth. You can be less stressful about things. I used to be like that. I used to used to irritate me, and I used to tell people. I said, if something irritates you, you're irritable. 
you know? And I was like, and that's the truth. I was like, if something angered you, you're a person who is easily angered, you know? So I had to really change my, my, the way I looked at technology and, and, and where we are today. Cause it's, it's, it's only going to, I would say, um, get more scarier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not it going nowhere. It's actually, it's, you know, it's and I'm going to say this on camera. I believe we're going to be AIs. They're changing us into a form of an AI. I believe that as yeah. time goes on, I've said things in the past that people thought I was crazy and it came to fruition. What I'm saying is that we already use the phone for everything. Our life is on the phone, right? Mm -hmm. And now we're getting used to, you know, this everything from COVID was zooming in and having mm -hmm. these meetings where you don't have to meet people anymore. Yep. Our world is going to be where there's no, you don't have to have human interactions. And yep. then the way that we are causing ourselves to be so sick and stressed I believe that, you know, they have ways. I don't know if you heard of a CRISPR. They have, you know, started changing and altering uh, the genetic coding. And, you know, they can change certain diseased cells within yourself just by splicing and moving certain things out. It's really interesting. So you mm -hmm. should look into that. Yeah. It's called, yeah, CRISPR. Yeah, I've heard about all that. I've heard about them freezing people and they're talking about they have like what a hundred bodies that they frozen and they're they they're doing something to try to bring them back to life and it's it's crazy man yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's you know it's it's uh we're creators we're gonna constantly create we're yeah. it's like that the story of battle you know they kept building they thought it was like we're gonna get to heaven you know and it was like Whatever we put our minds to, like I said, it all is mind. Yeah, that's too creative for me, though. <laughs> Listen, let me live out. Let, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I think you live and you die. You know, that's, that's, how, that's how I feel. You live and you die. I'm not going to try to extend that in, in that matter, in that form or fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's a little bit too much. Anyway, let's talk about acting. You, you, you found, you rediscovered your love for acting. You're, you're, you're taking auditions now. You're, you're even. Can I, can we talk about you transitioning to another state? Can we talk about that? <laughs> not yet. Okay. We won't talk about that okay. Yeah. Right, cool. Not yet. But, but yeah. What um, is what I want to? That was another uh, shift for me. It was another mental. It was like, what did I love to do? What did I stop doing when I became a mom and and a wife? I dedicated myself to my family, but I you hear this with, you know, females all the time. We we give so much to our family and we lose ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, I lost myself twice in a marriage. And, you know, no blame to anybody else but myself because I made the choice. Yeah. I made the choice and I said, I would never lose myself again, ever. Yeah. I was going to, let me touch on something real quick. I was going to say that too. I, I missed that back then, but you said something about, you know, us taking the blame, like in a situation or whatever you've gone through the experience, don't be the victim. You're not the victim. And we all play a part in it. We all have had, we all play a role in whatever happened to us. There was at some point in time, 
you're to blame. Not saying that what they did to you was right or what happened to you, yeah, what you experienced was right or wrong, right? But at some point, you have to know that you were the blame as well, somewhere down the line. And and I don't know in any situation, I don't know your situation, but I'm pretty sure there was a time that you probably could have left sooner. You could have filed for the divorce sooner. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you see the signs, you know what's going on, but for the love, you're like, I'm going to try to work this out. But you could have left earlier. You could have left sooner. You could have done things differently. So yeah. yeah, we all bear the blame, but we don't look at it like that. It's like, oh, you did that to me. You did this to me. I'm the victim. You know what I mean? So I, I, I love what you said. Like it's all about an experience. It's not a bad experience if you don't look at it like that. It's a learning experience to to grow you, to get you to another level, to catapult you, push you in another direction, whatever it is. But we all do bear the blame. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I live. I, I have. You know, I'm going to live a long time. I'm just going to put that out there. You know. And I have another whole half of my life to live. If it took my first part of my life to learn where I'm at now to have this epic, fantastic, free, loving, flowing life where I'm not in a box and tied down, still trying to figure out who I am. Yes. Thank you for all of that. Thank you for every abuse, every whatever. Yeah, it it, it, it it was fantastic. And, you know, like I said, once again, did it suck? Did it hurt? Did, did I go through the worst shit? Yes. But I knew it was only for a moment. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be forever. I was not going to remain in that same energy forever. I was... One, like I said, I use this now as a platform. You know what, Team Onyx to shed light on narc abuse because I'm gonna tell you, I didn't even know what I was in. That's it's not something that's talked about really. Um, June is narc abuse um, awareness month. It's finally getting some momentum, but the level of narc there's different levels, and I only know this because I had to study. Yeah. Who. I was married, who I was divorcing. Let it, me was, ask you, it was crazy. You said you said you didn't know. When did you realize it? When did, did when did it hit you like it hey, didn't. What? It didn't. My friend had to tell me. She said, look up these terms. Gaslighting, narcissism, and it was another term she used. And when I said it felt like somebody punched me in the stomach. I, after I said, there's more people like this, like this is some kind of like mental disease. Like it, it blew me away that I was a target. Impact, By the person that you loved. Yeah, I was, the, it was none of my life was real. Hardest part. And that is a hard blow to your Wait, everything. Speak <laughs> on that, speak on that. What do you mean your, your life wasn't real? I was a target. He chose me. I was an empath and I gave him that platform he needed. Because you loved hard. Yes. Right. You gave your all to that and yes. he, he manipulated it. Yes. And mm. they look for specific things. And so I fit all of that. So it was, I was always property. And I remember early in my marriage, he would I, always say, you're my wife. And the way he said it was like, almost like, this is my cup. Yeah. This is my I cup. I own you pretty much. You're my wife. And so, do you feel like 
I mean, I'm just asking, do you feel like he never really loved you? It was just like a, I, no. it's a convenient thing. Like I, I know I can dominate her and manipulate her to be what I want her to be. And so I choose you. So this is how I came when I researched. I mean, even when I knew it, the hurt and the pain, of course, I had to separate that time had to go through. But you, when you realize that that this individual, it's really a mental disease. Like he he doesn't have the ability, narcissists, covert narcissists especially, there's a part of their frontal lobe that did not develop during some type of trauma. So they have no ability to empathize. That's why they could kill people and have zero feelings. So covert narcissists are the ones who would actually kill you if you was to try to lead them or expose them. And he wasn't that? Um, no, he was. He was? Lord. Yeah, I filed for divorce after he tried to strangle me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, like I said, for I had to think, like, if somebody had a, if somebody you knew, you they were diagnosed with schizophrenia, or bipolar disease, you give you ex, you give them passes, and people are not realizing that this is something that should be diagnosed. Like uh, yeah. you know, um, the closest person that I know that people it was in the the spotlight was Ted Bundy. Why do you think he was able to get away? Why do you think he was able to jump out of a courtroom and wasn't shackled? Because you look at this person, and there's like even with all the evidence, you're like nah. He can't, because because in our mind, that type of crazy looks like something. We have yeah. this definition of what that looks like, but no, not a not a person who's intelligent, nice looking. You know, they 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 look normal, but in reality, they are not normal. They they don't think the same. So and so they will that, hurt anyone in their like. Yeah, they will destroy you. So basically they'll kill you because it's like you were just property anyway. So if you don't want to be my possession anymore, I'm just going to do away with you. I'm going to do away with you. I'll get rid of you. No one else can own you. That part. Yes. Wow. They need fuel. It's, it's, it's you know, you could probably bring him back on just to speak on that. It's, it's a whole, it's really interesting. Like I said, I was opened up to a world that I did not know existed. How, so how does anyone know before like really getting deep into a, a relationship like that? How can you save yourself from that? You, you, by me, somebody like me exposing it, bringing awareness, um, somebody like my friend who told me, cause she went through a covert, she went through a narcissistic. But that's uh, the thing. Abusive. You have to have that friend from the jump though. Because you can go love as a mother. But remember, nothing, you you can't save yourself from life experiences. If it was made, you, you can't just stop yourself from ever being hurt out of love or whatever, you know, or being abused. It's, you only learn and know it when you go through it, you know. And so with that being said, like, you can't stop until you, you're going to recognize certain things. Just like I got into something, I got into a marriage and it usually is something that in your family member, one of them is a narcissist as well. His mom is a narcissist. Mm -hmm. My mom had traits of that and that's why I got with one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I didn't even know all my life that my mom was one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, that part. Okay. Let me ask you this. When in the relationship 
for the, the 12 years, did you, okay, once you realized or once you read up on it, your friend told you that he was a narcissist and then you started researching and then you're like, wow. And then thinking back, when in the 12 years did you feel the effects of that within yourself or, or, or just your life? Like thinking back, you didn't know at the time, but looking back after reading up on it and looking back and you were like, oh, that's why I started feeling that way. Can you, do you recall that? Well, I didn't know about it until I started going to, like I filed for divorce. I didn't know. No, um, no, no, no. Not, I'm not saying but you I'm knew. Question. So looking okay. back from day one. From day one? Yeah, I... That's another thing I've learned over the course of time is to follow. We don't follow our gut. We don't follow. Um, we have a higher, we have a spirit that guides us and we're always thinking against it. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times it tells us to do things we don't want to do, uncomfortable stuff. So um, when I met him, he fit, he did everything to fit into my world. It was like almost the perfect situation. And, but, you know, I'm an empath. The way he talked was weird to me. And I couldn't, because I never experienced nobody like him before. Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out why does the things he say sound weird? It has a weird frequency. But I was also new and who, I, I, I was young. I didn't really understand who I was and mm -hmm. spiritual, whatever. So I couldn't hone into why does the way he speaks sounds kind of off, but nobody else said anything. So I'm thinking, maybe it's me. I just mm -hmm. can't, and you know, it's, that, it's like that thing when you taste something, you just yeah, you can't know. figure out what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And yeah. it kept, I wanted to file for divorce. Um, the first year, the first year. So I can tell you something real quickly. That's really crazy. Like I said, um, after my second child, I, you know, I was very healthy. So I got pregnant back to back. It, he was willing to stay with me. I was going to divorce. And I said, I will not bring another child into this marriage. I would not go through because I was, he abused me through both of my, you know, through the pregnancy. And it was mental it was the worst like um you know to be pregnant and to go through that twice mm -hmm. i told him you'll get a vasectomy or a real divorce and he got a vasectomy oh wow yeah it was nothing to him get a vasectomy fast forward when i filed for divorce this is how crazy he said we're gonna have another baby it's gonna be different this time but that's 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 the manipulation but I was at this point, 12 years later, I was done. Yeah. Like, and this is before the choking incident, the strangling incident. Like he said, he would, I kept the paper for a while, but I burned all that stuff up. He, he'll write, like if I was working, he'll put on a piece of paper, we're going to have a baby. It's going to be different this time. You know, everything's going to be great. He would fly us to different places. He will buy me things. It was always distractions. Could, like, it was, you know, looking back at it, it was, you know, it was ingenious, but they, it was distractions after distractions. And then years go by and now you're, you're invested in 
type of person I was, I wasn't going to walk away from my family. Right. I'm the type of person that, hey, how many more years is it till the last one graduates? I was willing to stay unhappy because I knew I could take it. I didn't want my kids to go through what they did go through. Right. Um, but I was willing to be unhappy for six more years, five more years. Wow. I was willing. I was so willing did to you? sacrifice. Or did you left before? No, he, he, it was like the universe was like, he's, you're, basically I was, I started drinking heavily. It's funny. I don't drink now. I never really was a drinker, but to cope yeah. with where I was at in my life, I had to drink to be around him. And um, I was slowly dying. I was dying. And I, cause I didn't even know what I was dealing with. Mm. I didn't know. I felt so trapped. I, I felt, I just, I just felt there was, there was, I didn't know what to do. I was just in this, in this place of, like I said, cause he manipulated me for so many years. Yeah. I couldn't think straight a lot, yeah. you know? Um, so you didn't know, you didn't even know what you were feeling was real, really real. No, right? yeah. no because you, they, they, they're really, they're, I mean, <laughs> my friends was like, oh my God, he loves you. They would do the most romantic and sweetest things. And that's how you stay. And it's all a lie. It's all a game. It's all, yeah. it's all to keep you there. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, and you want to believe because you, you build a family you, mm -hmm. with this person and, and you want to believe for the sake of your kids and the sake of, you know, everyone who's involved, you really want to believe that next time he's going to like see what's what's clearly right here in front of his face. Like right. you clearly see there was a time where I, like I said, I was really, really sick. He said, I'm going to heal you. Yeah. And I said, you're the one who's killing me. And he was like, I'm going to heal you. They don't hear nothing. It's like, it, no, it makes you feel crazy. It'll okay. make you feel yeah. like, did you just, did you just hear what I said? You're killing me, but you said you're going to heal me. And it, it just blows your mind. It, it, it really, and here's the thing that's really messed up is that women like me, who is looked at as being a strong, smart, you know, um, person who, no, she will never get into that. We're always the one who's dragged in these situations. We're always the one, well, how did you stay in that? And, and I made a post about that on my Facebook. It was like, until you walked in someone like my shoes, don't judge. Like, don't act like, oh, she should have known. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the first one to always say, I'm never jumping in anybody's shoes and, and, and attacking yeah. the victim, the person who was wronged or whatever, yeah. because you don't know what mental state, what has transpired between yeah. these two people for them to see, think, feel, right, alter exactly. their whole reality. I don't care how strong I am. And yeah, that messed me up as well. Cause you're thinking like, how did I not see this? Because they never, you know, they, they never take into consideration the, the love that was a, a part of the equation. That part too. And you know what I mean? Cause love, yeah. it's love is a blanket, man. Like love yeah. is gonna, you know, you're willing to cover up what you're dealing with and to deal with it. 
Yeah. Because of love, because of the love that was there or you had and the for memories and the history. And, huh? It was the love for my kids. Yeah. Well, so, okay. Question. Me. How was it for the kids? Was he any type of way with the kids or was it just you? It, that was, I thought he would hurt me, but the type of father he posed to be, I thought he would never do that to the kids. But if I wasn't in a picture, fuck the kids. Wow. That was the biggest still yet. Like, that's why, and I'm gonna be honest, one of my kids could be a narcissist growing up because of the trauma that they went through from a narcissistic father. And that's how it continues. Yeah. And, um, but are you I able to, kids. are you able to kind of pinpoint that and address that and say, Hey, look, this is what I am seeing. And this is what you were exposed to. I mean, can you at least point it out so they can see? No, no, because he is Disney dad. He is, no matter what he did, he will buy, do what, like I said, if he manipulated me, you can only imagine what he's doing on young minds. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, that's where trusting in the universe comes in, trusting in the path that we're here, trusting that my kids have a path here too. Yeah. They're not, we want to shelter our kids and make them, you know, not, you know, cause out of love, you think that, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to stop them from ever getting hurt or, you know, being hurt by somebody else. When in reality, it's, it's the hurt, the pain, the fire that grows us and teaches us. Yeah. So a lot of people think that I'm such a hard mom that, you know, I don't care, but I, I look at life differently. I see and value life differently. I know we're here forever. This is not our first rodeo. It's not going to be my kid's first rodeo. So whatever happens to them this lifetime and whatever lesson they need to learn, I can't stop that. Right. I can only be the guide, the love, the truth in their life to give them that contrast for when they do face the lies, mm -hmm. the manipulation, right. the low vibration, at right. least they know. I okay. hope that they can sense it and recognize it. Yeah. Than yeah. They had did not have. I mean, you. honestly, how many times did somebody tell you something and that's how you learn? No. No. We usually don't learn unless we we get hit with it ourselves. Like the brick that yeah. hit us, yeah. you know. I mean, just like you know, it's just like you telling a child or, or 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 you know a young girl like, hey, this is what guys want from you, and you can tell them that to your blue in the face, and then they they have to go out and experience it and get heartbroken and. See how guys act, and you know what I mean, and get finessed, get charmed, 
I haven't then, heard that in so long, this. <laughs> <laughs> Showing your age. <laughs> finesse. Hey. Ooh, I like that. I gotta use that. Yeah, finesse. <laughs> I, listen, I was playing a, um, a black version of Taboo the other day, and they had that on there. <laughs> finesse. Ah, yeah, okay. and somebody was like, yo, um, this is what happens. They call this, they, they uh, when you try to like run plays through Cash App, like, Scam people through cash app. This is what they call it now. Finessing. Finessing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think they're using it again. <laughs> wow. Still shows wow. the age though. I think they're using it again. Yeah. Yeah. But so. yeah. So, wow. That's um. I never knew all that. So that's this is all new to me. Um, a lot of people don't know. I'm go- I'm out to write a book. It took me a while. Like I said, I was a very private person. I didn't yeah, like I my struggles to be known. I I just, you know, I kept that to myself. I felt like I could, yeah. I could get through this myself. I, you know, that was I, that was something I had learned about myself too. That I'm not an island by myself. I yeah. I could get help from people. And now you, you know, know you have to help others. As I mean, I've always did. That was the thing. And yeah. I had to learn. That was a, you know, that was something I had to really look deep within myself. Why did I help people? There was an egotistical side to that. Mm-hmm. And that that took a lot of digging. Like, what, what, what did it give me to help? It was a sense of pride that and I'm a Leo, like, it was a sense of, like, I don't need anybody else, but you need me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though it came with a genuine, like, I I love helping people, but I had to realize, why did I get in relationships with broken men? Mm-hmm. Because it allowed and afforded me not to ever, if I needed to leave, and, I'm, and this had to be with my upbringing, like, you know, with my dad and my mom, you know, earlier. So we, you know, a lot of people don't know that that first relationship between your mother and your father or whatever you see is it, it paints the picture of what love is, marriage is, what a man and a woman, how they're supposed to interact with each other. And my dad was abusive to my mom, you know? Mm. And so I was always like, nobody's going to hurt me, yeah, you know? And, and I, I don't need nobody. I don't need anybody. But I will help you because that was just my, that was my heart. I would love to help people. Right. But it was my way of like, it made me feel good that, you know, I was able to help it, you, but I don't yeah. need you to help me. It confirmed your, yeah. your, um, your sense of, what am I trying to say? It like confirmed what you, what you always lived by, what you stood by. I don't need anybody. Yeah. But I, I can go and help you. I'm going to help you because I know I can help you. You need me. Yeah. I don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes back to when you say all is mine. That's why I'm by myself now. I created that. I am by myself. After all those years of subconsciously saying I don't need no one, I don't have any family members. I don't have anyone around me. I mean, I have my friends. Like I said, that's, you know. Yeah. But over the course of my life, Got that it. is the reason why it has happened. And I'm not angry at it because it serves a purpose as well. Yeah, the universe, will give, you, the universe will give you what, you, what you're asking yeah. for now. Yeah, yeah. You don't need anybody. Yeah. Give you, <laughs> it'll give you what you're asking for. But like you said, it's that all part. growth. 
it's all a learning experience and you're living in it you accept it you're accepting of it so yeah you know there it is how one last question though and i i won't ask too much about your kids but how are they dealing with the separation and are they in full understanding of why and what happened no we're still that's the part that we're still in the, the midst of okay. um it's you know my youngest one went through depression um you know both of them are borderline they both been changed you know immensely mm-hmm. um it used to sadden me it used to make me angry because i had to go through that that was my truth at that moment i had to be angry i had to be bitter and i i told myself and it's like i used to tell my clients at that moment not today i'm not gonna be bitter today because it's not happening today like the divorce when i was going through it and i had to give him everything that i built with him financially just to divorce um i was angry I was beyond just, you know, livid about the whole situation. And, but now, not at all. Cares, right? You know, that was, that happened then. So, but yeah, so my, but my kids are still going through it. I have times where I do get sad about it. You know, they had a different life. They used to play golf. They did triathlons. Mm-hmm. Now they do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because he's not playing on my theater anymore. I'm not the stage. So that life is now gone, even for my kids. Wow. Yeah. And like, are your kids grown? Are they, what are they up to as age? I forget. Yeah, my daughter's 21 on the 23rd of this month. So she's gone, yeah, she's on her own. And uh, it's my boys who was by him because she was with the, okay. my first marriage. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, my boys are the ones who are, they're still in it. Yeah. They're still in it. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah. That's like, um, that's a, that's, um, it's almost like an extension Am I saying that right? It's almost like a play, an extended play yeah. of the stuff he was doing to you. And now it's like, okay, since you're gone, this this is shut down. But that's a reach for you, though. That's a reach. So, that's a play towards yeah, you. It is. It is. It, it, with covert narcs, is this term called gray rock. And gray rock is just like what it is. You act like a gray rock, nothing exciting, no color, just a gray rock. I couldn't go gray rock with him when I was going through my divorce. Mm-hmm. I couldn't cut out everything, be a gray rock. Um, now I can, and he it has made him very angry. Um, so he cycles back around every now and then. Anytime I do something like the C2C and he gets wind that I'm living a happy life, he it cycles back around. And um, now he has a female that's perfect for him. I mean, they're both in the same boat, which is interesting. So I was like, how does he find somebody that's on that level? And I can't even find a normal person in my life, but yeah, he's got the perfect, like I said, I have no hate. I, I wish them well. Like, yeah. I just want them to leave me alone, you know, but they haven't yet. I have, and I obviously I have certain things I'm yet still learning. Um, 
like I said, I, I, it helped me to forgive more, love more. Um, I don't wish anything, you know, against him. Did I, at one point? Yeah, I was, I was deeply hurt. Um, yeah. But now I, I, like I said, I, I grew immensely from that. Like when I, even my girlfriend who told me about this, she said, when you go through something like this and you come out on the other side, a lot of things that goes on in the world, you're kind of like, eh. <laughs> you just don't care. Movie, right? <laughs> you're like, and it's not that you don't care. It's just like, it's kind of mundane. It's kind of like, I can't explain it. It's not like we're just numb to stuff. It's just... It's not, I, and I can't even really explain it. Cause like she said, nobody overstands this type of abuse until you go through it. I can't really even explain it to, to people usually. Yeah. Cause they're like, well, can you talk to him? Like, I know he, you know, and they come with all of these and I, and I, I don't get mad anymore. Cause I understand that they don't, they don't know. Yeah. They don't understand. This is a mental, you, you can't rationalize with them. There is no logic. There is no co-parenting with a covert narcissist. Um, zero. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Their whole thing is to attack and annihilate and, and make you look like you are the problem. You are the reason why we divorced no yeah. matter what. Do you yeah. think, this is, a, this is a random question. You think Kanye West is that? Just wondering. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing. And like I said, I it's really hard because people like me who knows this, it's a thin line. I don't know if it's him who's the narcissist or if it was Kim who's the narcissist. Because both it's really, really hard because one looks, they have a way of making the other one look like the bad person. Yeah. And, and it's so believable while they are the one who's hurting. So I really don't know if he's telling the truth because the more I was vocal, the more I looked like the crazy one. Yeah. It all, uh, yeah. Yeah. Always. So I had to, when I said I had to go totally yin, that's when I got into deep into my yoga meditation. I had to flatline because the more I... I was trying to show the more they make you look like the fool, the mm -hmm. more they make you look like the irrational one, the yeah, more like they you make out you there losing like... your mind. Yeah. 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 That's so, why I'm asking because I'm like it to the public. It looks like Kanye's losing his mind. Yeah. But, that's why I don't jump on the bandwagon with that. Cause I don't know. I don't yeah. know if he's legitimately being, you know, the whole family of the Kardashians. I, you know, they're they're deep in the matrix. Hold on. <laughs> I could be wrong. I'm just throwing this out there though. Okay. But look at the history of all the men that go through that family. What happens when they come out on the other side? They're fucked up. Yeah. Careers yeah. are shot. Kanye's cool, but a lot of them, their careers go down the drain. Their dudes in the yeah. whorehouse get over ODing. Like, it's they're fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, so, you on to something. Yo, I was like, I feel for Kanye because if it be true, he is really being dragged and yeah. he is he is he is being very vocal about it and now people are laughing at him, but this is I don't wish this that on anyone. Could be the case with them because I everybody says it, like if you go over there and you deal with them, 
you come out on the other side just different yeah different if it will and if you're not spiritually grounded i could this is how i could have easily lost my sanity yeah and every day i thank god just for that that yeah because i'm telling you there's there's a there's a fogginess i didn't even know that was a part of that until i asked my friend i said right when I filed for divorce, I would leave my house and just couldn't put myself together. I couldn't go to the grocery store. I would I would drive around the neighborhood, like the hood, and I was like, I absolutely don't know how to get to where I need to get to. I couldn't put things in order. And it was the aftermath of the mind manipulation. And, and it, it frustrated yeah. me. And, so, and I tell people now, and I'm just honest with it, I said, I don't keep t- saying it because I don't want it to remain. But I said, there are times where I do lose focus. I can't put things together. It's very far few in between now. But yeah, that's that's a real thing. That's like, what being manipulated for so many years. Yeah. That's yeah. being just yeah. like uncertainty. Uh, I feel this way. He's saying this. He's doing this. It's not adding up. Always guessing. It's always a guessing game going on in your head because you know how you feel, but you're seeing what's being done. You're you're hearing what's being said. Then it's the love. It's the kids. I'm fucked up. I don't. I don't know what I'm. I don't know. I don't know what to think. All of that for twelve years. All of that. They attack you. Their whole thing is to attack the most quick and vicious way possible to take you off your feet and it you start being on the defense you don't even realize that they flipped it on you so quick that now you're defending yourself yeah yeah and every time it used to mess me up i was like how did i how how did i get here again yeah but they 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 charge at you with with so much force and conviction. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, they won't allow you to get your bearings. Soon as you're about no. to get your mind right, no. they spin it again. I'm sure, right? Oh, oh, love bombing. That was the other term, love bombing. So he would send me out to L.A. I got all the kids. You know, my friends and everybody. My husband will never take care of anything. Blah 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 blah. So he's painting this picture. He's He's doing all these things. So when something happens, I'm the unappreciated one. Yeah. I'm the crazy wife. Yeah. I have this fantastic husband. Yeah. So that was the gaslighting. That was the love bombing. It was, it, there's so many games being played on you. You're just like. Yeah. You don't know. What? Yeah. 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 Wow. So, yeah. And I feel for people who don't have the strength and the mindset and i i believe that's what i was i mean i was built for that i'm i'm thankful for that but i don't judge anybody who because people are like why don't you just leave just like you know um people who are held captive and they they end up falling in love with their cap you know their cappers or whatever their abuser people don't really understand how like mentally and psychologically you know fucked up they have you Mm -hmm. and until you're in that situation, like I said, and I'm thankful that I've been there. Like now I can identify that from miles away. Like I literally can hear a narcissist. I can see their words. And so it's, it's now it's almost like a, a 
a you know a superpower I have. That's why I've been single. Like I I hear manipulation. Yeah, I hear yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I and I won't settle. I won't. I would never go through that again. And I'm not bitter. I'll get married tomorrow. Like people always like they are so fascinated. Like after all that you've been through. You get married again? I was like, yeah, marriage didn't do this to me. Yeah, Love exactly. didn't do this to me. And I was like, and that's the thing. We want to put it on something. Yeah, Yet exactly. again, outside of us, I had things I had to heal from. And I'm like, hell yeah, get married again. Yeah. And I'm like, why would I allow him to take that from me? Why right. would I allow, he took everything else, and you know, what it seems like he took, you know. But why would I allow him to take my joy, my love, my wanting to yeah. be united with somebody else again? Like you don't get that. Yeah, the union of marriage didn't do all that. No, so, no, you know, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. I don't blame marriage at all. It made me look at marriage differently. It made me look at the system differently. Right. But do I blame marriage? No, love. You know that that's that's the most fantastic thing we have on this planet is love. Well, you know? it is your duty to write your book. It is your duty to help others get out or uh miss that <laughs> experience see it from a mile away it is your duty to do that it has been uh, bestowed upon you you need to do that write that book continue I doing am. the adventure races continue I living free am. continue on your journey all of that okay. tell everybody where they can um check you guys out too the website the team onyx oh it's team onyx yep um, we have, it's Onyx Adventure Racing on IG. I tag um, Onyx in most of the, uh, you know, the stories. We have Lonnie, who is ahead of our social media. So um, a lot of the stuff is on my page on Suki Leo Star Trek on IG. I think we have that on yep, the bottom. I got there. it. I got it. And, I got it. Um, yeah. yeah, my Facebook as well. So I'm, I'm always tagging and posting. We have a training camp coming up. Super excited um, to see all of our team members in one place because we're all over the place. And um, yeah, it's April 20th through the 23rd. And there's a race afterwards. I will not be doing that race, but um, there's a lot of us who will be doing the Shenandoah, Shenandoah Epic. Um, that's another, I think it's another expedition race. So I'll be posting about that as well. Um, that was my first team training camp. I'm excited. That's what's uh, up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Keep doing it. <laughs> looks like fun. I don't know if I ever do one, but it looks like fun. You got to join me one day. Come on now. At <laughs> Maybe. least one. I won't say no. I won't say no. Because, I mean, I'm Never adventurous. I'm adventurous. So I won't say at least no. come out and kayak with me. You at least got to do a full moon kayak with me. Oh, that, that would be cool. Oh, I'm telling you, being out there at nighttime underneath the full moon, that would and be I bring cool. you through meditation out there on the water. Oh man, yeah, you know, I, I love. I'm a Pisces, so you already know. Yeah, just don't jump in. I ain't trying to rescue nobody. But <laughs> I'm not gonna jump in. You I'm... have to. No, I'm telling you, it's so. It's the most. I can't even you know explain it. You just have to do it. We do it every full moon. It's um, yeah, even in the, the summertime, it hasn't been bad. I saw the so. pictures. I saw some pictures when you were out there and had that full moon. Yeah. Everybody's there's a bunch of people out there. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, out there. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take you up on that. That sounds interesting. Okay. I mean, Picasso, I, you know, Picasso, I like stuff down. like that for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I like mm -hmm. stuff like that. That'd be really cool. Yeah. You'll love it. 
Well, listen, I appreciate you. This has been a good one, man. You opened up on a whole nother level, <laughs> which is cool. I Me, mean, I got you comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I had to, I had to, you know, lean, lean back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you, you got you, yeah, you stop the leaning to the side, you lean back. <laughs> got you real comfortable, got you open. But no, I'm glad. You know, thank you for telling your story. Thank you for giving your testimony. Like, this is what the show is for. So somebody watching this may be dealing with that and don't even know they're dealing with it, and maybe you could be the one to get them out of it. So yeah, man, that's what we do this for. So thank you so much for being transparent. That's what I always tell the guests. Like, hey. Be tra- but you know, and you got personal. I don't normally ask personal questions like that, but yeah. being that we know each other, this and that, the third, pretty sure that, that plays a part in it. But yeah, wow, that's all I can say. Wow, but thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy as always. Story. Oh, for sure, for sure. This is the second time we had you back on. You know, somewhere down the line, we'll catch up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> But hey, I got all the links down in the description, the website, Instagram. I got to add the Facebook. I don't have the Facebook, but I'll add that. Um, Everybody, make sure you check her out. Check Sookie out. Check out Team Onyx. Uh, Thank you so much. Just, um, yeah, man. Next Tuesday, you know where I'm at again. Every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're here kicking it with somebody like Sookie, you know, dropping gems, Mm -hmm. telling stories, being transparent, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah thank you once again Suki. I appreciate you as always as always yes peace and love y'all till next time we are out let's go